Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Sports Radio, 929thegame.com. Into the 7 o'clock hour on this Monday morning. In for the morning shift. Sam Crenshaw along with Jason Longshore. And Jason, we're playing this for a reason. The Supremes signed with Motown on this day in history. Really? And Motown's having a pretty good day in general, anyway. How about that, right? You know? <laughs> they probably had a parade for that just like they're having one now, right? They should. <laughs> make, make fun of the folks up in Detroit. Hey, man, they've been waiting for this a long, long time. Uh, they are not only in the playoffs, but they have a playoff victory uh, there with their win yesterday over uh, the win over the Rams last night. That was uh, really exciting to see. So great to see that happen. Great for the folks up in Motown. Um, something to celebrate, something to be positive about, 24-23 final score in that game. Glad you're with us into our second hour. We're here until 10 a.m. today on this uh, holiday Monday. Uh, some of you have to go to work today, but some of you have today off. And as the saying goes, it should be a day on, not just a day off. Think of something to be a part of today, something to, to visit or something to do as, a, as an act of service. Uh, That's what people are encouraged to do on this King Holiday Monday. Of course, we got NBA basketball in town. Hawks are home this afternoon against uh, San Antonio. We get our look at what's next for the NBA. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what's next for these no, Hawks we, we, right no, now. For San Antonio, we, we, and I don't know what's next for San Antonio right now either. Where they got the big player, the big guy that was that everybody wants to come and see. What Wayman Yama? Y- yeah, and, and but and, how's that record for San Antonio this oh, year? I know, I know. Well, I don't know. We expected it to be a big turnaround, but I thought I, it'd be I, a little bit better than this. Yep. I, well, you got you to think about the coach that he's with and the people who mm-hmm. are around him and who else will say, hey, I want to be a part of that. When and you see some of the things he's done this year, and it feels like it's kind of in spurts a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. It's, look, it's a really different game when you're talking about the European game. It's not purely level. I think the level is not as far off as people might think it because it's not what it used to be. But it's a very different style of game. Yeah. And I think he's got to adjust to that, and it's coming. Yep. You see some moments where he just dominates, and you see some moments where he struggles. Yep, yep. You know, so they're, they're not doing well, but it's another one of these games that the Hawks should win. I mean, when they came home last week, they said, okay, the next five games in a row are home, mm-hmm. and some of these games should be winnable games. They go out to beat Philadelphia. You know, they're, okay, okay, okay. But then Indiana comes through. You say, okay, well, Indiana's having one of those seasons, even though Halliburton didn't play. You know, but then comes Saturday night and the Ooh. Wizards. And you're like, whoa, now, this is, this is not supposed to happen, not, 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 not against this crew. Um, so that's, that's where we're at today. Hopefully San Antonio is one of those teams. They've only won seven games. Maybe, maybe 
you need to see a different you need to see a response from what we saw on Saturday where that was the first game this year to me where it felt like this team maybe felt like the fan base did at times yeah. that something's broken here it looked broken things were like the effort was an issue that hadn't been an issue all year long I know that's an easy thing to jump on and just throw out there because you can't really quantify it. That game, it didn't look right on Saturday. Yeah. So you have to, at a minimum today, you have to see that thing look differently. You have to see the effort, the hustle, those things that can be contagious. Oh, true. you got to see that today, and hopefully we do. Hopefully we do. It's coming up. Of course, we you can hear it here on Sports Radio 929 the game. Pre-game at three o'clock, tip at three thirty, and that's NBA action. We, we, we that that's uh there um here at State Farm Arena. Maybe they got a few tickets at halftime. I think the halftime entertainment show uh will be uh, Killer Mike, Atlanta's own, gonna mm-hmm. be entertained folk. And so uh that's what you get when you go out to be a part of that on this King Holiday Monday. Um, we're watching here inside our studios. We got monitors. We're monitoring things. And one thing that's happening um, is the Australian Open. To me, it's always a treat when you're in at this hour and there is a live sporting event taking place. You know, there's something that's going on as you speak. And we get that sometimes on Sunday mornings when you have the games in England, mm-hmm. you know, so you have that, that going on and that type of thing. So it's kind of a treat. So that's what we have today, Australian Open. Uh, it's like... Tuesday evening or whatever over there now is that, is that what we're talking at the time time wise? I think Monday evening. Monday evening. Yeah, I don't think they're that far ahead. Is that far? Ahead? Okay, so it's Monday Monday evening because it's dark and they're playing and the matches come on here like like at eight o'clock last night we watched Coco Golf and Coco Golf was a winner in her first round match. We're watching Naomi Osaka, uh, who is back. I don't know what your outlook on her has been. She's trying. She dropped the first set in her match. She's trying to get the second set to force. Three sets. She's back from uh, becoming a mom, and um, seems like it's given her a new purpose as far as playing and whatnot. But we all know the things that kind of drove her to the sidelines. Yeah, she went through a tough time, and you go back to it was U.S. Open, right, where she beat Serena Williams, yeah. and everybody was rooting for Serena. And I get it, I understand that, and it was a pretty controversial match. Yeah, and the crowd reacted in a way that I think really affected Naomi and didn't just affect her that night. I think it stuck with her a while. And maybe some of the media stuff stuck with her as well that carried on from that. And she needed a break. I think she really needed a break. Now, this is her first tournament back, correct? Yeah. Well, she played a tournament, a tune-up. Okay. First first major back. And really some of her first matches back. She Mm -hmm. played that tune-up, but that's it. Watching her this morning, they're going into the third set now. You've seen the unforced errors that I think you'd kind of expect when you just rust, you know, just kind of getting back into the flow. But winning that second set, she lost the first set. Having to to grind out, she's trying to win the second set right now, sorry. If she gets this done, I think she's going to win it because you start to get that momentum going. Okay. And, okay. and it feels like when you're coming back after that long layoff, it's a little harder to get going, but once you do, maybe it's muscle memory, maybe it's emotional memory a little bit, okay. kind of carrying you forward. Okay, okay. She's 26 years old. Um, you know, she's back in, like you said, you know, you may be seeing some rust, but when that 
I don't know. Do you want to play three, three sets? You got to get the timing on the court anyway. Yeah. You 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 would think to play two sets and get off the court would be great, but but maybe playing the third set would be what she needs. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll she's, see. She's got to get through the second one first. Yeah. Uh, and, <laughs> and it looked like she might have had it, but this is it's tough. It's tough coming back. It's tough to get going again, and and you don't really know where the expectations should be, right? You know, right. you don't know what what the fair expectation is coming back. Um, she's one of the best players in the world, yeah. And I think she'll get back to that. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. Cause I think she's the the kind of person that is genuine, is not gonna hide how she feels, and not gonna you know say what the media wants her to say. She's gonna say what is really going on and how she's really feeling about things. We need that in sports. That's a good thing. In January 2019, she became the number one player of the world. And uh, the, the earnings she's made, the prize money, she's incredible. Be careful what you wish for sometimes, right? Yeah. You know, you, you want to be number one. You want to get all the money and all of that. And still there was, you know, some unfulfillment and some, and some unhappiness. Her current ranking, as of today, 831. Well, you know, long layoff, that's understandable. Um, that can jump pretty quick. Yep. And, and and we'll see. But, again, it's 6-6 in the second set now, so we'll see where this goes. Um, you talk about live sports. Uh, you know, Obviously, I'm going to bring up some soccer stuff for you because yep. that's what I do. Yep. Uh, under the radar on the soccer world right now, and it's something that I, I really am asking people to go out of their way to check out. Whether you have your streaming services, you know, we heard a lot about that when it came to the Chiefs-Dolphins game Woo! over the weekend. Peacock's not going to help you with these, but Paramount Plus has the Asian Cup. It's You're going to see this summer, we're going to see it here in Atlanta firsthand, the Copa America, which is the South American championship that's going to have some North American guest tournament teams in it, like the U.S. and Mexico. Yeah, You're going to see the European championships this summer. Right now, you've got the Asian Cup and the African Cup of Nations going on. The Asian Cup is on Paramount Plus, and right now you've got one of the favorites, South Korea, playing Bahrain. South Korea should get to the final. Japan should get to the final. That's the expectation. Australia could make a little bit of noise in that. But the African Cup of Nations, it's on BN Sports, which you might have in your package, you might not. Mm -hmm. But that tournament is a blast to watch anyway, just in, in terms of the the teams that you have that you know about, the Nigerias, the Ghanas that are strong, powerful teams. Egypt has won this tournament quite a few times. Have These teams have some of the best players in the world. But yesterday, you saw upsets from teams like Cape Verde. Okay. Cabo Verde. They beat Ghana 2-1. Mozambique almost beat Egypt. You had a late penalty in stoppage time that most of Liverpool converted. Equatorial Guinea almost beat Nigeria. That finished 1-1. So you have so many underdogs, and the stories are amazing seeing these teams. That's on BN Sports. Those games are going on right now. The tournament's both just started. Really good, fun soccer to watch, and usually it's in the mornings, early afternoons. You ain't kidding. I'm watching it right here. <laughs> there you go. See? See what happens? Yeah. Well, I got, I got Paramount Plus. There we go. <laughs> so something else to watch for is, is like I said, is neat having a live sporting event going on when we're on at this hour. Usually that happens for the afternoon and evening programs. For right? people on the tennis side, jumping back to tennis real quick, because I know this is in your wheelhouse. Um, we've talked a little bit about the women in Naomi Osaka, but on the men's side, who are some people to watch as this tournament gets rolling? 
Well, obviously, Novak Djokovic is the top guy, but we're watching Alcaraz, Carlos Alcaraz, okay. uh, who was able to beat him last year. We watched for that. I think that's the collision that we want to see. Um, obviously, we're missing Rafael Nadal, mm-hmm. who, uh, who went there and played one of the tune-up events. He had hip surgery. He went back to Spain, and we're hoping this guy, he's, he's saying that this year will be his last year. We want to see him go out playing in a tournament, not in an exhibition like yeah. Roger Federer. Yeah. You know, he's one of the all-time greats. And hopefully, uh, obviously, Paris has been his place. Uh, play, won the French Open so many times. Let's hope he could make it to that and maybe to the Olympics that will also be at Roland Garros. But close to the home, we're watching uh, Ben Shelton, young Ben Shelton, born here in Atlanta, uh, winning his first-round match today. And also Chris Eubanks, who just thrilled us at Wimbledon yeah. last summer uh, with a straight-set win. So our home folks are are, are making it through uh, so far at the at the Australian Open. Great stories, and that that tournament, like you said, those matches usually are starting in the evening for us, and then carrying all the way through the morning. Absolutely, absolutely, it's great to see. All right, J Four Sports MLK Invitational is an event that's coming up today. Great high school basketball action out in Douglas County. We're going to talk about that and more. We're going to hear from the organizer. When you stay with us here on this Monday morning, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com. On this team, holiday Monday, Jason, it's a day that's become, you know, known for basketball. Of course, the King holiday game started here in Atlanta with the Atlanta Hawks and the NBA. And, of course, next to Christmas Day, it's become a big day for, for basketball for the National Basketball Association. But it's been become a big weekend for high school basketball um, especially in this area. And some teams travel from out of town to come and compete against uh, the competition here. And we got an event coming up uh, in just a few hours out in Douglas County. And uh, we talk about that a little bit this morning, the 8th Annual J4 Sports MLK Holiday Invitational taking place at Chapel Hill High School. Coach Floyd McRae joins us now. Coach McRae, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Just great. Just great. It's just great to hear your voice and um, this event has been going on out in Douglas County for some time. It just it, has it basically been there? Yes, sir. I started uh, the event back in uh, 2017 at uh, Douglas County High School. Uh, the coach at the time of Douglas County was Hollis Bethay, uh, who's now the coach of South Cobb. But uh, we had connections because both of us coached back in the 90s on that 33-0 Westlake High School boys basketball team. Yeah, you, you wanted to make sure and throw that in there, huh? Oh, hey, hey, we're, <laughs> we're still proud of that because you know what? Th- that record of 33 0 is so historic that no one's ever broken it yet. You know, some teams have gone, you know, 32 or uh, 31 and 0, uh, and it's always a debate. You know, you hear it on Twitter at times and even around <clears throat> some of the coaches. You know, what's one of some of the top teams that ever come out of Georgia? Uh, you talk about the McEachern team, you know, a couple years ago. You talk about the Southwest Macon team. That's what I was nowadays, bring up, I'm a little old school now. I'm going to bring up Southwest Macon, but go, go ahead. Yeah, go. yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it. <laughs> I get it. But, but in terms of nowadays, uh, um, teams aren't from – the players from the teams aren't from the neighborhood. Um, these are AAU-driven teams um, and, or trainer-driven teams, whereas back in that – in the 90s and the 99 team, all those kids lived in southwest Atlanta. Um, uh, so they were basically homegrown kids, and, and we just had to have uh, – we had two awesome uh, years of kids coming in. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, obviously, under the leadership of Coach Rogers there, who's done a, 
awesome job for so many years. And he's going to be one of the teams that you're going to have playing there today, right? Yes, yes. Uh, Coach Rogers and I, you know, he met. we met when he was actually the, the ninth grade coach, going to be the JV coach back in 92. Uh, I just graduated from Morehouse, and I got on as a teacher. I was planning on going to medical school. And uh, the coach at the time, Rusty Hudson, asked me, hey, um, have you done any – have you played any basketball? And I said, yeah, I played in high school in Jersey. I had two scholarships, and uh, somehow I got hooked up and, and found Morehouse, and, and I fell in love with Morehouse, and I ended up coming down here and never played, uh, but I played in high school. So that's when he asked me, well, you know, we have a ninth-grade coaching position available. Uh, and I was like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not really interested. I'm, I'm just going to be in and out. I'm, I'm do my year here and save some money for med help for med school, and I'm out. And so then he said, I'll pay you for it. And I'm like, okay. And you know, I'm, I'm, you know, 23 years old. I, I don't know much about how much it is. And so I said, all right, I'll take it. So I figured I can use that money to help out. Little did I know, it was only like eighteen, eighteen hundred dollars. So I don't, I don't know how how much that would have got me where I need to go in medical school. But <laughs> you know what? The 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 bonds I, I created with the kids and and over time over one or two years you know I just felt that I I didn't need to go and because every year the kids would say of course but great you know I know you're leaving but you know wait t- wait till I graduate okay what grade are you I, I'm I'm a senior I said okay then I'll, I'll stay one more year another <laughs> kid would say it another kid would say it after about two or three years I realized that this was my place. You know, I really wanted to save the lives of, of kids through medicine. I, go, I have a degree in biology from Morehouse. I've done cancer research and a lot of different internships. And I really wanted to save the lives of, of, of young kids. And um, then I realized the Lord ordered my steps differently. Uh, so I've changed the lives of a lot of teenagers. And I really feel far more than any doctor could have ever imagined. You know, i got kids now who I'm still friends with, either in my classroom or my old players, that they still call me. You know, I'm invited to weddings. So it just goes on and on, emails. So I'm, I'm real thankful that the Lord put me in a position to serve uh, the kids. Coach, paying it forward, when you started thinking about putting an event together like this, what was the motivation? And when you're putting together this year's event and the teams you're bringing in and the matchups you're putting on, how does that all come together for you? Uh, you know what I when I got out of coaching, you know when I left Westlake, I was the head coach at Creekside, and we were successful there. We were the number one team in Georgia. My third year, we're in a state championship game, um, and I got out of it to become an administrator. And, and because one of my assistant principals said, uh, Coach Mack, do you want to retire for teacher coach's salary or administrative salary? So he showed me a difference. I said, Yeah, that's where I wanted to go. So I got out of it in 2006, and, and I worked as an administrator in a different county. Uh, after about eight years working, um, I got back in coaching at the JV uh, level down at Henry County uh, School System, and my JV team was undefeated. And so that kind of sparked my thirst again, and then I started training kids in Henry County after I got off work. And I said, you know, I talked to Hollis over at uh, at uh, Douglas County. I said, you know what, I want to run an ML King event. I don't, I don't see many of those around here. And uh, and so he and I set it up, and um, one thing led to another, and it has grown over the years. And so now I ran through my business at the time. It was J Four Sports, but then I opened up a foundation um, back in twenty. 
um, called the J4 Sports Foundation. That's what sponsors the event, along with some donations, small donations I get from guys I went to Morehouse with. So now it has turned into what I want to do. Um, the overall goal of this is not just bring college coaches in to help kids get scholarships, because some college coaches have have never heard of some of these kids um, on on a high major level or, or mid-major or even NAI or JUCO level or D2 level, and some kids got scholarships. So that that was the, the goal. But now since I have the foundation, I wanted to uh, generate enough capital so I can start giving uh, scholarships to kids. And originally the thought was the foundation would give scholarships to a kid, like say if you want to go to a Division two school. Well, you know, Division two school is not going to give them a full ride right. uh, uh, in terms of athletically but they'll put a package together. So if I can help that kid, then I want to do that. Well, now nowadays it's the transfer portal. So kids are not really going to even stay if they're not playing. They're not going to school. A lot of them are not going to school for the academics anymore. They're going to play ball. That's not the kid I'm, I'm shooting for. I'm shooting for the kid that's the last, maybe the last person on your bench. That kid has some kind of financial hardship. Uh, that kid has um, he's, he's expressed interest in college. They're going to college. So, so they may be on a, on on an academic scholarship, barely with three point But if I can grant that kid a thousand dollars each semester, um, and continue to uh, when I generate more funds and add more funds to his pocket, not just that kid but other kids, that's the overall goal of the foundation, along with putting an event together on ML King Day. Yeah, folks, we're spending time with Coach Floyd McRae uh, talking about this event that's taking place later this day, later, later this morning with games at 11, 12, 32, 3, 30, and 5 o'clock. Uh, and we're talking with Coach McCray. Coach, talk about – everybody talks about Georgia when it talks about football, talks about recruiting. Uh, talk about the talent that's here because, you know, and really trying to, you know, we talk about the schools who have had problems keeping these guys in state because we end up watching March Madness and there's always somebody from one of our Georgia high schools playing in March Madness with somebody else. But talk about the caliber right. of talent and why the talent is what it is here in, in our area. we got some great coaches because you got a lot of those great coaches, you know, participating in this event. Yes, you know, it's, it's always been talent in Georgia. It's just over the years, you know, I didn't realize this until I moved down here from, um, from Jersey. Up in Jersey, basketball was king. Down in South, down South, uh, football is king. And I didn't really realize how much – Everyone loves football. Uh, even back then, we would complain um, to the to newspapers like, "Hey, how come you guys aren't covering uh, basketball like you're covering football?" Because they would have uh, Super Eleven uh, full page layouts, and then when basketball rolls around, it's only like a, maybe a little paragraph. And there was so much, you know, talent that, that came out of here. Uh, now, um, since you know you have all the social media outlets, you can actually see. And in my event, you know. Um, I've had kids like Caleb Banks, um, who went to Fayette County High School. He plays for Indiana. Uh, Dylan Hunter, Chase Hunter, uh, played for Westlake. Uh, um, they go to Clemson. Uh, in terms of the girls, my girls were really deep. Uh, you had Raven Johnson. She was the number point two, uh, number two point guard, ranked nationally by ESPN. She's at South Carolina. Yeah. Uh, Flage Johnson, McDonald's mm-hmm. All-American at LSU. LSU. Kiara Dunn, Georgia Tech. Um, Sydney Bowles went to uh, Woodward Academy. She was ranked in the top 20 nationally. She's at Texas A&M. Uh, Sienna Fagan uh, went to Forest Park. So the list goes on and on. You know, I've had so many great players that 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 
especially on the girls' side, because of the great teams like Westlake, Hoover, and, and I just had a great matchup on Saturday because on Saturday was my girls' day. And I used to have the boys and girls at the same time. Um, but college coaches at the time, before the portal became so big, when they would come to the event, they didn't want to sit through a boys' game. They're like, Coach McCray, can we have the girls, say say if it was a men's coach, can we put the girls in gym two and the boys in gym one and just play a whole slate of boys? And I was wow. like, oh, no, that that wouldn't go over too well. <laughs> I, I, could, I couldn't put the girls in, in, in gym two, right. um, and I couldn't put the boys in gym two because everyone, I mean, everyone would be upset, and then you have sometimes teams would say, McRae, how come I'm not in gym one? I'm always in gym two. Yeah. Because you don't have a top ranked player, you know that's the, that's that's the bottom line. So I came up with a way to what, in which I can satisfy everybody because everyone wants the big stage, the main gym. So I said, let me have let's, let's have the girls have their own day, which will be Saturday, and the boys will have their own day, which will be Monday. The college coaches love it because they can see nothing but boy or girl games, mm-hmm. and the kids love it, and the coaches, high school coaches, love it because they're playing on the main gym floor. Fantastic, fantastic. It is the J4 Sports MLK Holiday Invitational. Uh, games at 11 o'clock, you got Griffin against Blessed Trinity. The 12.30 game, Tucker against McIntosh. The 2 o'clock game, South Cobb and Lovejoy. Uh, the 3.30 game, this ought to be a great one, Westlake against Jonesboro. And the last one, the host team, Chapel Hill. Uh, at 5 o'clock, they're taking on Carrollton. Uh, so you got great basketball action going on today out in Douglas County. Coach, we appreciate you getting up this morning and sharing with us and, and get bringing us up to speed. And we hope that the teams have a great time and uh, people come out and really enjoy uh, a day of great basketball on this King Holiday Monday. Well, thank you, sir, for having me. And uh, hopefully we'll see you guys there uh, to enjoy some of the games. All right, looking forward to it. Thanks again. Okay, thank you, guys. Thank uh, you. That is Coach Floyd McCray and uh, – I mean, it's something to bring this event together, and I'm looking at the list of teams, and a lot of those teams have been with him almost every year. So much talent in the state. I love separating the the boys' day and the girls' day to maximize the opportunity for these kids to get noticed by college coaches. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. And they know the talent's here. As I love to say, if you're not recruiting Georgia, you don't really want to win. And that's in whatever sport, because our young people are being prepared uh, so very well right here. All right. Stay tuned. Coming up, going up to the top of the hour. Next hour, we're going to get into some more NBA talk. Um, and uh, next hour, we're going to hear from uh, Coach Antoine Petway uh, from Kennesaw State. The Owls uh, having a great season, and he's going to join. He's got some special stories, too. He used to be an assistant coach at Alabama. He's got some special stories about Coach Saban and more. That's coming up in the next hour. You stay with us as we continue on this holiday Monday here on Sports Radio 1990 Game and 1990Game.com. Sports Radio 929 The Game at 929thegame.com. Sam Crenshaw along with Jason Longshore. Hands to the heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory. A lot of events taking place in around the metro Atlanta area. And, you know, we obviously know a lot of things are taking place near the Ebenezer Church where they're going to have the commemorative service this morning at 10 a.m. But there are things that you can do to get involved with. And we figure we take a little time out, Jason, and remind people some of the things they can go and see and some of the activities uh, that they can take. Um, can be in. I think the temperature is supposed to get up around 50 today. So tomorrow is when we're going to get frozen. We're going to get yes. frozen pretty good here overnight into tomorrow. Uh, but today I think it's supposed to get up, and you, you might, might want to get outside today. 
yeah, it's it's a good day to I think reflect on kind of what Martin Luther King Jr. means to the city of Atlanta. I think the impact, the legacy, and it's an opportunity that you know you need to take time to remind yourself of. You know, I, I think at times we think about the holiday and look, we're going to get excited about the football games later and the Hawks playing as well. I think the Hawks have always done a great job of honoring Dr. King on this day and. Mm-hmm. They've made it an event that you want to be part of. And there's other big events around town that you should be part of as well today. Absolutely. There's so many different ones and things you can be involved with. One of the places I enjoy going to on King King Holiday Monday is the Atlanta History Center, uh, which is located in Buckhead. But there's so much to see and a lot of interactive things. And so today, between 10 a.m. and 4 p.m., they're inviting people to come by the History Center. Uh, They're going to especially explore the historical significance of the church as a cornerstone of the Atlanta community. But they're going to have things to do, uh, civil rights themes, trivia, crafts, kids' activities, panel discussions, and more. That's at the Atlanta History Center. Sheffield Hale does such a great job running the History Center and and all of the the events over there. Uh, During my time with soccer in the streets, he was a big supporter uh, of what we did. And one of my favorite events that I've been to over the years at the History Center was about Dr. King, and it was about the dinner that was held after he won the Nobel Prize. Mm -hmm. And that was the first desegregated dinner in Atlanta. And it took a lot of work to bring that together. And it was an amazing event, bringing a lot of the people that that made that dinner happen to reflect on it and the challenges of of doing it and the impact that it had. It, It was a landmark event that happened in the city. And I really, you know, and you think about it, you talk with people like Ambassador Young, you talk about how an event like that set the stage and launched Atlanta into the direction of becoming the Atlanta that we see, mm-hmm. even to the point of having professional sports. Um, you know, the idea of coming, there were some people like Hank Aaron who was kind of, you know, we're going to, I left the South. I'm up yep. in Milwaukee. My kids can go to whatever school they want to go to. What, you going to bring me back to the, you know, uh, when the Braves were, were moving, were moving back here, it was a little bit of a little bit of an experiment to see if you know if, if players you know of color would be treated fairly at restaurants and hotels and places in town. And Atlanta passed that test, as we know, with flying colors. It, with other cities around the South, maybe not so much. As we talk in the the, the, the mid '60s when that happened, and, and yeah, that event was late January 1965, mm-hmm. and the Falcons. Came to Atlanta in 1966. The, yeah. the Braves, the the motions were there to, to start bringing them here. They would have been here in 65. You had the injunction in Milwaukee that kept them in Milwaukee one more year. But that event, and, and so many different other things that, that Dr. King did, obviously, but that event was maybe the one that opened people's eyes to, hey, wait a minute, Atlanta's doing this differently. Yeah. And maybe this is a place that we want to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's so many things that take a place. Hands-on Atlanta, will uh, we offer over 100 volunteer opportunities uh, throughout the day. I guess you may go to their website and see what they are doing, uh, but they're doing a lot of different things. Their feature event um, today will take place at the Wren's Nest. That's over in West End uh, between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m., and they're going to be doing some things, some upgrading walkways, uh, laying pine straw, building benches, installing a little free library. That's happening uh, today. In Dunwoody, volunteers are going to be planting 125 trees, 5,000 daffodil bulbs at the Brook Run Park. 
uh, in Dunwoody. That's uh, at 9 a.m. this morning. I want to bundle up a little bit. That's, it's still going to be a, be a little chilly at the time. <laughs> uh, but, but I'm just saying those things out. The West Side Future Fund uh, is doing some things uh, with the historic West Side of Atlanta. They're painting a mural and doing general landscaping at M. Agnes Jones Elementary School, and that's right near Morehouse. That's right off the Morehouse campus, really, uh, between 9 a.m. and noon uh, today. So they're doing a mural over there. You might want to go over and take a look, or they need some help with the landscaping. Go over and have, have your work closed. Get ready to go over and help out, doing some things. Cobb County is holding an MLK Day celebration at the Jenny T. Anderson Theater at the Cobb County Civic Center. That's between 10 a.m. and noon uh, today. Those are some of the activities that are taking place. I think there's something up in Georgia, Gwinnett College up in Gwinnett today um, as well. So there are a number of things that you can go and attend. There's something in Stone Mountain. I know that takes place at 1 o'clock, um, and then they're having um, just speeches and event at like 3 o'clock. I think that's over in Stone Mountain. Um, they're happening all around the area, and so there's probably something happening not far from where you are. You want to go out and attend, but attend, but also look for those opportunities to serve. Yeah, and it might not be something you're able to do today, but when, when you talk about the many legacies of of Dr. King and his impact here in Atlanta, I think Atlanta has, at least in my time that, that I've been around here, it's been a city of service, and it's been a city that has gotten involved and, and gotten its hands dirty in the community to to help. And you might not be able to do that today. You, you might have other things going on, no problem. Take a look at groups that you can work with and help out. If you're into sports, there's a ton of different nonprofits and community organizations that are always in need of help, of volunteers, of putting together events and providing opportunities through sport for kids who who might not have access to those opportunities. Whatever your interest is, I'm sure there is a nonprofit in Atlanta that needs your help. And it's not always purely dollars either. No. And no. and look, there's a lot of us who don't have that kind of money to make a whole bunch of donations to a whole bunch of organizations. Mm-hmm. But a lot of us have time. And it can be as simple as spreading the word yep. about what some of these great organizations are doing. And again, that's one of the many legacies of, of serving others and of helping others. You know, I, I, I went, we go to sporting events and we always that's one of the cool things about what we do. Here with, uh, with Sports Radio 929 The Game, we talk about sporting events. We talk about something that unites people, something mm-hmm. that brings people together. And I can't think about the first time I went to see Atlanta United, and I kind of thought about what someone like Dr. King would say from years ago to see something that that just makes this city, the, this place, the melting pot that is Atlanta. And, you know, I'm, this is that Georgia Tech, the, the, the big place yeah. wasn't, wasn't ready yet. Yeah. And you remember the vibe that you got oh, there, yeah. the feeling you got over there. I said, everybody is here. Everybody. You know, is, is, at, is at this event. And I don't know if the city knew that having soccer here could have that, could bring people together that way from all different backgrounds, the cross section. But I said, everybody's here. And, and um, I mean, everybody comes out to other stuff, too. Everybody comes to Braves games. Everybody comes to the Falcons games, the Hawks games. But it just had a different vibe um, being there and looking up and there's this, this backdrop. Of the, I mean, the, this, you know, the, the Bobby Dodge Stadium view is, is breathtaking. Amazing. Anyway. Uh, but to have that take place there, uh, you know, that's, that's the thing that I remember from going there, one of their, one of their early matches. I, I think some people that are – very influential in the city 
had high hopes for what that could do. And Andrew Young's one. I mean, Andrew Young supported the Atlanta Chiefs back in the day and and everything that they did in terms of bringing players from all over the world here to, again, service was a big part of that. Those players got out in the community and taught the game of soccer to generations of kids. Uh, we were lucky at a Soccer in the Streets event in the lead-up to Atlanta United to have Martin Luther King III come out and be part of that and speak to all the participants and speak again about that legacy of service and impacting the community. An Atlanta United game, I've said it many times, it's the most diverse place in Atlanta on a game day. Yeah. And you have all aspects of this amazing international city of people from every country on the planet pretty much and every walk of life in that building for those games. That's what sports can give us. And that's something, again, I think to think about on a day like today. Absolutely, absolutely. It's one of the things that made our city. It's one of the city why our city was able to become an Olympic city. Mm -hmm. Um, It it really is. It really is. It's all a part of the legacy of the person that we honor on this day. We had it for the 8 o'clock hour, folks. We come back, we're going to dive back into the soccer conversation. Special event coming up uh, with Southern Crescent Soccer. Uh, That plus... Um, hey, Atlanta United getting set to hit the pitch and get things started for the upcoming season. It all gets started today. That and more when you join us. Uh, stay with us for the next hour here on Sports Radio 929 The Game and 929TheGame.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 